Welcome to Effed Up Successes, the weekly creative entrepreneur's podcast about failing upwards and navigating the journey of authentic growth. In there. I'm here. I'm ready. Are you in there like swimwear? I'm in there like swimwear. <laughs> Never going to understand that. You're always going to make fun of me. Does that mean I'm like I'm in there like swimwear, like it's like a wedgie of your butt? No, it means, you know what, we're not, ta- we're not doing this right now. <laughs> I I'm still not doing don't this understand right now. it. <laughs> um, Linny, we just, we just released our Drunk Martha. We did. It was so fun. Super um, fun. I'm super thrilled about it. It was super fun. I do have to call out a few people for saying that I didn't do shit during the episode because I was I a little agree. salty about that. I agree. I literally brought all of the things, I chopped all of the things, and I didn't lose any fingers and I didn't hurt anyone. So I it's feel true. like I deserved I some agree. fucking credit for that. I agree. Did you so, see me defending you? No, I didn't. Oh, uh, I did though. Oh, did you though? I did. It's okay. I still love I you did. regardless. Um, <laughs> So anyways, that's Salty. that's all I have to say about that. You goddamn assholes. You get no Popeye. Um, <laughs> but anyways, how are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm I'm sad now. No, don't be sad. I'm great. I did. I did go after somebody on Billy's video mm. that was like, it looks like your wife is doing other work. And I was like, no, we balance each other out. Mm. And she had to scramble to come up with it. A response. And I was like, mm. I don't even care. It's okay. We're just gonna sacrifice her on the next podcast episode. <laughs> you hear that? Ratings. We do. Just so you guys know, we do sacrifice. We have a human sacrifice quarterly. Yeah. For our ratings, it's almost so, out of time too. Um, so last time was the rednecks that yeah. gave us bad reviews, yeah. and this time is I don't know. I'll just pick a lottery of one of you guys that. Yeah. Sorry, said guys. Not doing anything. So. Get ready. Get ready to die. That's basically all I'm saying. Man, you guys really made her mad. Speaking of. <laughs> Speaking of um, the rednecks, yeah. oh yeah. Today we're going to talk about super fun topic. So fun, such a great topic. Basically, handling criticism and negative feedback. Oof, I think that's something that uh, everybody probably needs a little help with because yeah. it sucks, especially super, now at the end sucks. of our our busy season. Oh man, yeah. You mm-hmm. guys, if you, I will. Before I even dive into this, I will say I think if you haven't had negative feedback and you haven't had criticism you're not doing something right or you haven't been doing this long enough because if you're basically just floating through and everyone's like, no, everything's wonderful and fine, that means you're not growing. Yeah, agreed. Or, totally agree. Or you're Martha Stewart. But you know what? Even Martha Stewart has haters. <laughs> and she steps up to the plate when she makes a mistake. Yeah, she goes, she, like, to, she she owns goes it. to prison. She teaches all of the people how to make yeah. beautiful crafts. She didn't snitch. Out of, you know. She went down alone. The shivs made of... Plaster from the wall. They probably not plaster. Probably cinder block in jail, right? Yeah, probably. I don't know though. That her. She would have crafted something. Hers was a little bit more luxe, I think, than some yeah. other prisons. It's probably like just a bad like Best Western. It was just like a shitty spa, <laughs> like a really yeah. shitty spa. Yeah. Like a yeah, like kind of like step above the motel from Schitt's Creek, but like yeah, a few steps below. No, I'm not gonna call out any spas for being. Yeah, average, don't. But um, I'm gonna go there probably. They're out there. So they are. so anyways, guys, we are talking. Talking about negative feedback, and this could be negative feedback from a vendor as well. It could be mm-hmm. negative feedback from a client. It can be negative uh, reviews on your podcast. It can be all sorts of things. Um, the first thing I think to really understand is that number one, um, you're going to have negative feedback at some point. Yes. Right. Um, nobody's perfect. Even Beyonce gets negative feedback, which is still completely bizarre to me. I mean, did you see that bad Photoshop photo I she don't did want on the stairs? To talk I mean, about it. the bad everyone feedback is leave. It wasn't even that. It was constructive criticism alone. I don't care. She's amazing. 
But that is to say, if even Beyonce can get criticism, literally everyone, no one, no one is safe from, from criticism. That's right. right. Yeah. So I guess the, the, the first thing we want to kind of talk about is, is how to, I literally have a tab here that just says idiot redneck. I think I was still just <laughs> upset about that. Um, but we've moved on from that. So we're going to talk about it. I guess kind of the first things to talk about is just how to like be okay with criticism, especially yeah. if it's constructive criticism. Yeah, that's so important. So do you want to talk about that a little bit, Lenny? I do. I think especially as you're getting started, I think you won't be able to really differentiate criticism versus constructive criticism. And I think it takes some growing to kind of realize that that is what you're getting. Yeah. Um, I think people are so invested in their businesses that when you hear something that is maybe a little bit negative, sure. you kind of shut down and just assume, mm-hmm. um, like you get on, you go on the defense and you just assume that like, yep. that, oh no, I couldn't have made that mistake. Yes. And um, I also think people that have like previously worked for others, like either in retail or yeah. the food service industry or really any industry, yeah. you have probably at one point encountered a manager or someone that has been like a total shithead that has given you <laughs> criticism that maybe wasn't I can founded. Think of a few. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh-huh. then you're just a little you're a little defensive about that sure. too. And yeah. this is your this is your baby. So that's something where you have to be kind of cognizant that, mm-hmm. you know, not everything that somebody says in a negative way is actually going to to be a negative thing that impacts right. you. Right. And actually you really should be embracing that. And like once you figure it out, hey, I am human. I am gonna make mistakes. And you learn from those mistakes. Unless you're Beyonce. Unless you're Beyonce, because she clearly didn't Photoshop that photo. Listen, leave her alone. <laughs> so yeah. So like as long as you can recognize that and like understand that people are typically not coming at you from a negative point of view when they unless have they're trolls. Contract, unless they're trolls. So that's or let's, let's separate that first. Yeah. Between constructive criticism and feedback and trolls, yeah. there are some people that are just trolls, yeah. which very true. Basically, are just assholes that want to just want to be yeah. shitty just to yep. be shitty. Um, and then there are people that are actually saying, "Hey, you know, I'm coming to you because I have an issue, and I just want to let you know that I have an issue." Right. Um. You know, and this is something again we talked about clients. That's kind of the obvious one, but there's mm-hmm. also you know there's also vendors. Fellow vendors might come to you. I think that. That is where you're going to get the most beneficial constructive criticism Mm -hmm. Um, because typically they're coming at it from like an objective point of view. Right. Um, So even though I'm friends with Rachel Rice, I can be like, look, like there may have been somebody that I didn't like on your team when I work with them. Um, like you're, it's so weird because it's so weird. I know that's totally just an analogy, but like literally there's been other people that have used that same analogy with me. It's so interesting. So funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that you as a professional would be like, oh really? Can you tell me more about it? Yes. Not, what do you mean? She would never do that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so talking about when people come to you with that information, what do you do with it? Right. Like, how do you, <laughs> well, and, and, and how do you move from there? The difference too is I think constructive criticism is something that you can actually take, analyze and use to grow. Um, troll feedback is basically just someone saying, I don't like you because your face is stupid. And that's a troll. That's someone that actually doesn't have your best interests in mind and they don't really care about your success or your services or anything. They just want to upset you or basically get a reaction. Right. So, you see that a lot with like reviews when people are like, oh, you've never actually worked with me or been to this venue or whatever. And they're just being, they're just being assholes. Yeah. There's some really miserable, unhappy people out there. And it's probably because they haven't listened to Beyonce's latest album. And I'm sorry that they're really sad and they live such a just depressing lifestyle. But, you know, 
that's like we had so i was actually at a chocolate shop yesterday with krista mm-hmm. um i don't know how we got there or from <laughs> there um but we got all our chocolate and there was apparently a person in the store earlier so it's dog friendly because it's all in a case like you'd mm-hmm. open the case to get the chocolate it's very clean they wouldn't let dogs in there if there wasn't a case it's also the doors open all the time so right. if you're like other stuff buttons. that's worse than dog is yeah. rolling in on the floor there right so apparently somebody had come in and said, well, I was going to come in and buy chocolate here, but since you allow dogs in, oh, um, I'm not going to. And it's like, that to me is a troll. That's not constructive criticism because that's basically a store implemented policy that they don't agree with because again, really miserable, unhappy person, somebody like pooped in their cornflakes and they basically <laughs> are just like angry at the world, you know? Oh. So that to me is like a troll. So it, it's someone that comes to you and sometimes it can be disguised as constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. It can be disguised as, oh, I don't like this thing that you're doing and you should change it. So basically all of Facebook. All of Facebook, every HOA Instagram, you've ever YouTube, been a member of. H-O-A. Oh yeah. Those are bullies. <sighs> yeah. yeah. All of those pages, basically yeah. that's, that's kind of what that is. So what happens, Rachel? So say if a troll came to you and gave you bad feedback, what would you do from there? So there's a couple of different things. So number one, if this is private feedback, there's a couple of different ways to do this. And there's also different if it's public feedback. So private feedback, I think, is one thing. If you Mm -hmm. have a troll emailing you angry things or things that don't make any sense, sometimes it's better just to ignore. Agreed. Um, Now, occasionally this leads to this person kind of stepping up and continuing forward. And then, you know, if this is someone that really gets like intense about this, Mm -hmm. it could be considered harassment. So then, of course, there's legal steps to take. But if it's just negative constructive or negative criticism from a troll, if it's private in email or a phone call or whatever, sometimes it's best to just ignore it. Agreed. Um, Now, if it is public feedback, this is, of course, where people really start to get panicky because this is their reputation. This Mm -hmm. is their business name at stake, right? So people are like, oh, my God, someone's going to read this review. They're going to think that I did something terrible. I don't even Mm -hmm. know this person. Um, In in my experience, not only with my own business, but seeing other companies and not just in this industry, but just in general, how they kind of handle these things, typically – for me because I always read the responses to negative reviews oh, always. that mm-hmm. to me shows more about the company yes than absolutely. the negative review so absolutely. I think it's it's very important to be tactful about how you respond oh my gosh so let me just use this as an example so I'm part of I mean I'm on Facebook and I'm part of all of these groups that are are uh, you on Facebook I am on Facebook are don't you, look me up are you still on MySpace <laughs> is, do you have is a that live a thing? do you have a live journal um, I, I do. What's your Zanga link? Oh my God. I did have a thing. What's your aim screen name? <laughs> um, so anyways, I was, Which um, Tamagotchi do you I own? was reading <laughs> it was a Western Loudoun community page oh boy. and it's always just like super dramatic. Ooh, some Loudoun, stuff, there's, Loudoun County. there's some good stuff peppered in there, right? But somebody had like, it was, I think it was Mother's Day, was Mother's Day. And like somebody posted up that they had gone to a local winery that had open hours listed on their website. Do you remember this? <sighs> So it like hit the, I mean, it like it was huge. Um, and so they like reached out to them, like they went all the way up there. Um, and turns out they were closed for church, which is fine. Um, but it wasn't listed, but it wasn't listed on their Mm -hmm. website. They didn't make any updates anywhere, which decided to go to church that day, which is great, which is also okay, which is okay. But if you're a business owner, yes. So like imagine if you're the business owner, you could probably understand why somebody might have issue Mm -hmm. with this. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so they post up on like they left a review and it wasn't 
even not scathing, it was just like, hey, we're really disappointed. We wanted to do Drove this. all the way out Drove here. all the way out here. Maybe you, you can do a better job of communicating yeah, when you're going to be closed outside of your regular business hours. Yep. Totally fair, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then the business came back and it was a shit show. <sighs> They're just like, you don't have to come show. here. I mean, it, like, but they were, were like attacking They this were person. attacking this person. It was like horrible. Yeah. And it just, it was just a nightmare. It was hilarious. And, well, number one, here's the thing. Like everybody makes mistakes. Businesses make mistakes. I have, you know, like I, today, today we scheduled this podcast and I forgot to change my calendar and my calendly and the client, you know, scheduled a call. Yeah. yeah. It's and not like, okay. It's but, not okay. You know, but like it's fine. to err is human and that's a thing. And so like, I understand if somebody came to me, I'd be like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Here's a glass of wine on us free. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lynn right? still hasn't given me a glass of wine, uh, but that's okay. I'll charge you I'm for your right. glass of wine. Uh, you salted uh, uh, me uh, <laughs> Okay. Look. Anyways, so that got really hostile. I love you. I'm so sorry. I love you. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, so they ended up getting so aggressive Mm -hmm. with them. And then so many took it because they're not smart. They took it onto Facebook, which Mm -hmm. just just Mm -hmm. don't. And then everybody was like, well, I side with the business because, you know, you don't need to be taking your kids to a winery on Sunday. That were defending them. No, no, no. no. It was just a few. But the ones that were were just ridiculous. Yeah. They shared it to a couple of the other different like pages. Yeah. And it blew up. It blew up. up. (laughs) And I had never honestly heard of this place before. Or no, I think I had heard of them, but I never really was like, it wasn't really on my radar. It was kind of one of those things where I was like, oh, if I'm in the area. Let me ask. Because of their bad like bad absolutely way of handling not. it would you ever consider absolutely going there not. now absolutely not never because, so okay funny enough this has nothing to do with the review but this kind of reminds me of something that happened the other night krista was over for dinner we went out to this fabulous place we're sitting outside on the patio and a family walks up and the server who was the only server that night it's a tiny little like bistro um she comes outside and the family's walking up and she goes um sorry we're at max capacity and there's ha- half of the tables are open but what? it's only her so you know of course in my mind i'm like you could have just been like hey i'm so sorry we're understaffed today we don't have any room but she was just like hi sorry she she didn't even say sorry she said hi we're at we're at max capacity and they're like oh well like we can just sit out here or something and she was like no that table's not set and uh it's gonna take a really long time so what? and then she shuts the door on their faces and leaves and chris and i were like mm. I mean, like, we got in and she's been really nice to us, but, like, glad we're not those people. Oh, my gosh. And here's the thing. That type of – that's the type of experience that someone would leave a negative review right. because of the crisis. But it's all about how the company responds. In this instance with the winery, basically what happened is they came on – they came – and responded to this client in a way or potential client or lack of a client mm-hmm. in a way that was so incendiary that it just blew up right. on every forum. And now they're known as that particular yeah. place that treats their clients like shit. Right. It's like the bagel guy. Right. And they were just like, oh, well, this owner is not going to care. It's the type of people that they are. And I'm like, but is that really how you're going to run your business? Not in the 21st century. No. I would say 50 years ago, I think that you could be like a curmudgeon and you could be kind right. of nasty to people. But if you had really great service, you could do that. No, not just that. If you are a prestigious institute in New York City or Paris or D.C., mm-hmm. I also think that you could probably get away with being kind of a dick to your customers sure. sometimes. that happens. But when you are kind of out in the rural crescent here, right. it's like... 
people very much so care about how just made me think of like crescent rolls by the way tomorrow's thanksgiving you guys so like oh i didn't get rolls i gotta make rolls tomorrow better make those rolls i got some you can borrow they're right here Mm, thank you delicious (laughs) she just pointed towards her stomach i did like there's anything so well now that we're talking about constructive criticism so Mm -hmm. i think the person that like left that review for the winery was i don't think it was negative i think it was i think it was constructive i think it it, it, from a it was definitely constructive criticism right so it it can feel very negative now i will say i think that um there was a different yeah a different approach could have been hey we're so sorry that you came out we were you know we were so looking forward to serving you unfortunately we did shut down last minute for basically um a little quick trip to church with our family um we forgot to kind of post on social media to let you guys know but we really hope that you come back another day and that to me even that sounds great you're not giving away anything for free you're not Mm -hmm. saying that like you know you guys are the worst company in the world you're not saying that the customer is always right but you're basically saying i'm so sorry let me have appease the situation. Mm-hmm. Let me explain what happened. We really hope that you give us another chance. Yeah. And there's just a little bit of humility, yeah. honestly. I love that. And so if you feel, and, and I agree, it's, it's nice to not give away anything for free. I will say, here's another example. Um, locally, there was a pop-up shop um, for a meatball place. And this is like before they became, you know what I'm talking about. We eat there a lot. Mm, um, meatballs. Meatballs. And they were really good. And so we we went um, and they, were, they weren't listed as a pop-up. So they had regular hours listed on Facebook. And so we went a couple times and they were closed each time. And by the third time we went, I was like, hey, you guys, like, I just want to let you know, like, I've been trying to go to your your restaurant three times in the past, like, two weeks, but you haven't been open. Just want to let you know, like, are you guys not open? Like, this is what your business hours say. Mm-hmm. And they came back and they're like, oh, no, like, we're not open. But, like, where are you seeing those hours? And I was like, oh, they're on your Facebook page. And they checked and they're like, oh, my gosh, thanks so much for telling me. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that you went through all the trouble to come out and visit us three times, like, just when we finally open up at our like regular restaurant location, come and tell us and we'll mm-hmm. give you a free yada, yada, yada. Meatballs up. And I never cashed in on it. But <laughs> I was just, I know, I'm crazy. Just because I was like, I don't want to, like, I'm not trying to like give get to stuff me. out I'll of it. There. Hello, I'm yeah. Lenny. I was I was like, I'm not trying to get anything out one. of this, but I just want to let you know that like, I'm sure I'm not the only person mm-hmm. that is going here and is getting disappointed. I wanted those meatballs so bad. You should go get meatballs now. I should. Free meatballs waiting for you. I know. I feel bad. Lenny. It's been a while, though. There are people in America like me But right I was now, totally starving and wanting meatballs. With them being nice and being like, I'm so sorry that happened. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that to our attention. Mm-hmm. We'll make sure that doesn't happen to anybody else again. Well, I also think that you as a fellow business owner can understand and respect that they made a mistake and they are apologizing for mm-hmm. it. And I think, again, humility goes a really long way. Yeah. Just being a decent human being, real, honestly, the basics of right. just being a decent human being can go so, so, so far. Right. Um, so in talking about basically a negative review, so I basically, um, we talked about how not everybody's going to be a fan of yours. You're going to have some people at some point come and say something bad to oh, you. Yeah. Um, the the steps that I would take to basically handling a negative review, if it is a public review, again, are, are as follows. And again, we'll talk about kind of if it's a private thing later. Um, the first thing is handling issues, of course, before they arise. If you can basically see issues arising, if this is a, an event, for mm-hmm. example, um, and you can see that like something's gone missing or someone was really drunk or something happened, 
I always have my team take notes during event day. And that way it's good notes and bad notes. So anything out of the ordinary of what we've sort of timed out and structured, I have them take notes on. Um, you know, they'll say the florist arrived, you know, 30 minutes early so they could prep to do X, Y, Z. Or, um, you know, the caterer <laughs> actually had one lately where um, the caterer got the wrong flatware order. So Ooh. because of that, luckily what happened because they got the wrong flatware order, they actually got a free upgrade. So we oh. got the rentals that Ooh. brought in. So they had to get separate, they had to get additional stuff brought in, but it all worked out because they caught the mistake early right. on. And there's plenty of things like that that happens. Mm-hmm. If you can handle it before it becomes an issue, I think right. that's like the big thing. Yes. But if it gets to the point where they're, they're leaving a review, um, the first thing I think to do is just apologize. Just yeah. be human. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of can relate to being a human being. Um, ap- apologize that the client feels dissatisfied right. and validate that their emotions are valid. Are valid. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times people just are upset about things that might not have anything to do with you. Right. But basically saying, hey, I see you, I hear you. I'm sorry that you feel this way. Mm-hmm. That's like a good first step. Love it. Not defensive. You're saying, right. let's go ahead and hash this out. I think a good like tip for that too, and I've learned this over the years, is take a day. Take a day yes. before you respond because I know I am very emotional mm-hmm. when it comes to those type of things. So Absolutely. Like, I will like s- take a step back. I will write down kind of what I'd like to say mm-hmm. and then that way I can kind of run through it. And I also try to really take, you know, be empathetic to what they're saying mm-hmm. um, because whether or not, that, you know, there are always three sides to every story, but Absolutely. like there's going to be some truth to what they're saying. So yes. yep. I try to be open with that. But so I'd make sure if there is any type of negativity, even if it's not real or if it is, like I just make sure to take a little bit of time before I respond. That's so smart. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of us, you never, um, you should never, I've read this somewhere, you should never ever make a decision out of emotions, based yeah. on emotions. So if you have this immediate visceral reaction, which you probably will if you mm-hmm. care about your company, um, the first thing to do is basically say, okay, let me step back, let me calm down, let me take a breather, and then let me sit down and, and acknowledge this. And sometimes taking a breather means shutting off your computer, walking away, doing something else. Sometimes it means going to a friend or a partner or a business associate and saying, hey, I got this review, can I tell you about it? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to vent about it. Whatever that is, basically step away from the situation, get the emotions out, and I think you're absolutely right. Come back a day or two later and then kind of tackle it. Mm-hmm. So then when you're tackling it, Start with the apology. Start with a, hey, I'm so sorry that you're disappointed. That's never our goal. We always want you to be so happy. Then the next question is, please let us know how we can resolve this. Or you can kind of say, hey, listen, you know, we we are, are we hear you. We have your constructive criticism. These are the steps that we've already taken to basically fix the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you might even say, hey, we're sending you an email right now to kind of connect so we can resolve this further. Love that. That then, of course, takes it out of the public eye. Mm-hmm. It takes it away from this open forum where people can kind of read all the nitty gritty details because everybody loves like a, a complete shit show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can actually then actually send an email to this person and right. say, hey, I want to touch base with you about your review. I'm so sorry that this is a thing for you. And honestly, most of the time, a quick phone call Mm -hmm. is like all it takes to just let them air their grievances, handle it, do whatever you need to do to kind of fix the problem. Um, If it's your mistake... A lot of times these things are actually are things out of our control. And mm-hmm. I've, I've had, um, I haven't had a, a negative review on like any of my review pages yet because what I have found happens more often is I'll have a client email yes. with, Hey, this thing happened. Hey, I have a question. Um, 
And so what I do is I'm immediately in, okay, let's, let's see what's going on. And if it's something that I'm aware of, I'm already tackling it. And if it's not something aware of, then I'm saying, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that that you felt this way. I had no idea this thing was going on. I'm going to go ahead and get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. People just want to know sometimes that someone's taking care of things. Absolutely. And that again, their feelings are validated. Yeah. I've had experience with that. I think (laughs) there was one wedding that I did that I was so excited to do. It finally felt like I was kind of breaking into a different market did it, everything went well. And then I remember getting an email. Um, this is after I had requested some like, photographs to put on my website mm-hmm. and like she blew up at mm. me and it was literally not like, there was not a single thing she could say to me that like made it, it was nothing that went wrong on our end. She just had a bad experience somewhere along the line, which is something you never want to hear. Sure. Um, just shook me to my core because I was like, this is a client that I wanted to be friends with. Like yeah. I thought we had yeah. such a great experience together. This is so weird. Um, and I just remember like just having to take the emotion out of it. And I was yep. like, this sucks. Like I really, th- and I even said, I was like, I really thought we, you know, we're, we're close. I'm, you know, if I had known that this was an issue before now, I would have mm-hmm. worked to remedy it. I'm so sorry. Let me know if there is something I can do at this point. Yep. Um, and it sucked. And like, that was hard because I knew I wasn't at fault. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had been at fault, then of course I would have fixed whatever I could have. Sure. Yeah. Um, but she was, I think, just using us as a scapegoat. And I think you'll find yeah. that happens a lot as well mm-hmm. in our industry. Absolutely. So much on the line. Um, they need somebody to be upset with, yep. even if you didn't do a bad job. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. also, so like what I was saying earlier, what we do to even possibly prevent getting to the email stage or subsequently the bad review stage, what we do at every event is we sort of keep a running tally of here's things that went really well, here's things that went really badly. Um, Now, after the event is all said and done, I usually have all of my girls send me their notes on the day of in a quick little email. And what I do is I archive them within our like project overall. So whatever the wedding is, I basically save it and I basically say, okay, this is the notes from the wedding. Now, what I do is basically if essentially there's, you know, an issue that was big enough that the client was aware of it and noticed it, and then they had an issue with it, then what I will do is I will actually send the client an email and say, hey, um, and I'll wait a few days after the weddings because they're still on this really beautiful high. They're really enjoying themselves. I don't want to kill that for them. Right. But right. if I knew that they knew about something that went wrong, I want to go ahead and broach it at that point. Right. I'll actually send an email and say, hey, you know, here, you know, we are so thrilled. We, you know, your event was absolutely beautiful. We love you guys. We loved your family. And here's, you know, the things that went really, really well. I wanted to give you a quick summary of the event just so you're aware. And so I'll actually list both the really great things that happened, things that they weren't planning for, and then the things that did go wrong. (laughs) And then at the end of it, if there is something that basically we did in that process, I'll kind of explain, hey, while this was occurring, this is what we were doing to kind of make things happen. You may have noticed something looked a little bit different or timing was a little bit off Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And I want you to know that this is why, because this is what was going on. And the, the reason I started doing this is actually, I did get an email, a long email from a bride a few years back when I was a little bit newer, um, saying, here's all the things that I saw that I was really unhappy with what happened. And this was one of the most disastrous weddings in terms of just like the vendors they picked and the timing and the the guest situation. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of contributing factors. So when I came back in and I, again, took a couple days, 
came back, sat down, wrote the email. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry that like you noticed all these things. Let me explain what was going on. And I actually sat down and I explained, hey, listen, this, this, these two things I take full responsibility for, you know, something happened with this, blah, 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 my sincerest apologies. And then there were other things that I said, hey, you know, this vendor that you hired kind of came in two hours late and no matter how much we called them and did this, they wouldn't answer, you know, whatever the situation was listed out the things. And then I also said, but just so you're aware as well, um, I wanted to let you know of some happy things that happened too. gave them that. And afterwards she was like, Oh my God, I had, I had no idea that mm -hmm. these things happened. Thank you so much for telling me it was a beautiful day. And I literally changed her like really scary email mm -hmm. that seemed very daunting and very negative to, Oh, okay. I just didn't know these things were happening. Right. You're right. It was a beautiful day. That's great. And I think so many clients like in the wedding industry, they're coming into it, not really understanding the full scope of work that exactly. goes into making their day happen. So when things do end up potentially running off of course or for whatever reason things are late or not working out, like just so that mm -hmm. they have that kind of explanation I think goes yeah. a long way. They just want to know – a lot of times if you just explain – people are human – so if you Wait, explain to them, some, 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 some of them, them are lizard people. There are lizard people. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, but there are, you know, there, I think more oftentimes than not, if you actually come to someone and say, listen, I'm so sorry that these things that you noticed happened, let me get to the bottom of it. Or these are the things that occurred that caused this. They're going to say, oh, okay, I totally understand. And actually, yes, you did handle that in the best way possible. You did actually do the thing that made much more sense than if you had done something differently. Right. You know, So a lot of times, I think every event, I would say, we're doing things behind the scenes mm -hmm. that have to be like game day decisions. Yeah. And our clients don't see the repercussions of the things that happen to mm -hmm. make us do those. So just a little explanation can go yeah. a really long way. And I think on, on that note, like in that breath, I think one thing that has changed us, you and I, you know, as business owners is that we love. are now, oh. of course, our love, our love for each other, each other. Yeah. is that we are actually also following up with our clients right away after mm -hmm. the weddings, just mm -hmm. to make sure that if there is any negative feedback that they might have or feedback in general, we can address that before they decide, Hey, yes. I'm not happy. I'm going to take this up as a review on their site. Mm -hmm. So we can follow up with that with them directly before that becomes an issue. To say that's absolutely right. I yeah. think especially for what we're doing, there's no there's no question that what we offer is a luxury service, mm -hmm. right? Anybody can get married to courthouse tomorrow. Yeah. You go and pay the whatever thirty dollar fee or whatever it is. What we are doing is offering a luxury service, and that means very high touch, and that mm -hmm. means multiple touch points. Mm -hmm. So if you basically clear out the bents over and you think that like okay, you got off scot-free. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that is absolutely what happens. You had a beautiful event. You can kind of go home. You see the pictures later, see them on their honeymoon. Everything's honky-dory. But a lot of times if you just check in and say, hey, so excited for you guys. You know, if you have any questions at all, please let me know. FYI, my team and I have a summary of notes that we're going to put into a system. If you would like to see it, please let me know. Mm -hmm. Just that little touch point mm -hmm. is that one little extra kind of bit of luxury service that clients will basically take as, hey, even if things did go wrong, even if that list is of two pages long of things that went wrong, they still feel like at least you're on their team and you're still there with them to help them fix things if they have issues with stuff. Because that's that. what we're here for, yeah. you know? No, I think that's So um, I guess in summary, yeah, a couple things. What you said exactly is, I think just so such a bonus i think if more people did this they if they just sent a quick follow-up email let me know if you have any questions let me know if you have any concerns we're so happy for you 
that would change so much. It was. Um, that's a first touch point. After that, um, if you do start with an email, again, I think if it's if it's just some sort of random joker that emails you, don't uh, don't respond. Mm-hmm. Don't feed the trolls, right? Um, but if it is a valid concern, make sure that you're validating their feelings, address the issue, mm-hmm. um, and then however you can fix the problem. And you don't have to do that on your own. You can bounce ideas off of other people. Absolutely. You can even ask the client, in in, yeah. in your world, how can I fix this for you? Right. And clients will tell you that. Yeah. What's, what's your ideal solution to this? Um, if it does get to review stage, which is like the dreaded review stage, mm-hmm. right? Um, again, same thing, answering something with tact and with kindness. Yes. Apologize for how you feel about this. We, we definitely don't want you to be unhappy. Let's see how we can resolve this. I'm going to go ahead and email you separately um, so we can go ahead and take care of this for mm-hmm. you. Love it. And then a lot of times I would say if you actually get to the point where you handle things outside of the public realm, you can ask that client, hey... Now that I fix this with for you, is there any way you can you can adjust your review or even remove your review? Because you know this is something that we want to make sure we took care of you. And and you could even say, listen, you don't have to delete it. You can edit it and right. say, hey, listen, the company came back and fixed my issues. Yeah, absolutely. Those issue those reviews I think are actually much more important oh, yeah. and valuable than the ones that are just like everything it was, was great. Wonderful. It was yeah. wonderful. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, and like you said, again, take a couple days to kind of step back mm-hmm. away from it, remove yourself from the situation emotionally yeah. so you can kind of come back to this and, and feel good about it, approach it professionally, not emotionally. Good. Well, I think, I think we've kind of hit the, the nail on the head. Sorry if you hear a sad, <sighs> sad puppy dog noises. Bears we have our bear me. mascot today. My, we have um, the office dog and office he's staring dog. into my soul through the glass door. Yeah. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> But so I think we, yeah, I think we did a good job at kind of summarizing all of that. And this is something that will take time. Ooh, he's so excited. He's mad. He's not our guest. I know. You know what? He's been trying to be a guest for so long. And I was like, Bear, you don't speak English. You can't provide any assistance to to us. So badly. He he doesn't want to. Um, But yeah, so I think it's going to take time for you to feel comfortable in this process. Nobody's ever going to want to get negative feedback or constructive criticism. But just, you know, just. But if you're in this long if enough, you're in it's this long enough, it's going to happen. So and just it's do what necessary. you can. It's a necessary part of business, guys. Okay. So and you're Rachel, a real business then. Where can our lovely listeners find us? Listeners, you can find us on anywhere that you get your uh, your regular podcast episodes, which you should be listening to right now. But um, we are on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're all over the place. Um, we're probably in like your neighbor's car. They're probably. listening to us on their way to work. We're probably in their basement while they're woodworking or, mm. you know, John Wayne Gasing. Who oh, knows? No. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I don't think any serial killers listen to us. I do think I met one the other day though, but oh I'll gosh. tell you about that later. Dish I day. I think he knows where I live too, which is also a bad situation. Dish day. Anyways, <laughs> um, you can find us on Facebook yeah. at F'd Up Successes. Definitely go follow our page there. And you can find us on Instagram at F'd.com up dot successes you can email us directly at f up successes at gmail.com mm-hmm. and you can also find us on YouTube. youtube so if you guys didn't know um you should know because you should be following us on all those other things i just listed but if you didn't know we just released our very special thanksgiving episode of drunk martha mm-hmm. which is a video basically where lenny and i um get drunk and recreate a martha stewart craft and or recipe um it was super fun i did work by the way, for all of you, all of you jabronis, yeah, you jabronis. Who, I knew it was um, who basically said that I wasn't working. So number one, you get no Popeye. Um, and number two, 
again, your feelings are actually not validated. So I don't care about your review. Um, but yeah, you can find us on YouTube there. So go check Subscribe. us out. Yeah. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, comment. I think you're supposed to like, like and comment. That is Please really do. helpful. So like, comment, share with your friends and family. Yeah. So you can see us um, get drunk and cook or share, share with anybody that uh, is over 18 years old. I think yeah. I put a discretionary yes, parental discretion on that. A lot of F-bombs. Not for children. And more, more not for children than a regular episode, yeah. I would say. Um, we got a little, we got a little cray cray there. So, um, in true F-Top successes fashion, yeah. obviously. Um, but thanks guys. And obviously we hope you had a, a fabulous Thanksgiving. We hope you're full of turkey. We're going to, I'm sure talk about more turkey stuff next All episode. Um, or turducken or mashed oh, no, no. or green beans or tofurkey. Tof- you ever had tofurkey? Oh, that's the best song ever. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you get very few bad uh, reviews here, but we hope that we've helped you kind of cope yeah. a little bit better. All right, guys, take it easy. Adios. Bye.